Welcome to the Grad School Femme Touring Podcast. This is Dr. Yvette Martinez Vu, and I will be serving as your Femme Tour, providing you with tips and tricks and everything else you need to know to get into graduate school. For the past 10 years, I've been helping undergraduate students get into top graduate programs in their field, and I'm really excited to share this information with you too. everyone. I know it's been a while since I last recorded. Things have been hectic, um, but I try to remain committed to uh, publishing an episode, at least on a bi-weekly basis, even if it's a short episode, because I do think it's important to provide content to my listeners. I know you're listening. I know you're being attentive, and I really appreciate it, and I'm happy to continue to share information. One thing that I'm going to talk about today that has been coming up is this um, idea, discussion, topic of taking a gap year. I have heard about this um, from a variety of different perspectives. There's the concern of taking a gap year for those of us that work for McNair programs because in our um, program, we are funded by the U.S. Department of Education we have a grant and we have certain objectives that we have to meet. And one of the objectives is to get a certain percentage of us, our students to go to graduate school immediately after undergrad. So um, gap years are not encouraged in the McNair program uh, because it hurts our numbers. And when we report data on our students, if it hurts our numbers, then it hurts our ability to get funded again the following year and it hurts our ability to then apply for another grant because if you didn't know this um, the McNair program is actually a grant funded program the grant lasts five years and then after that every five years you have to apply for a new grant so if your numbers are not compliant and don't meet the objectives that you said you're going to meet in your grant then you, you may not be able to continue with the program. You know what I mean? So it's it's unfortunate because as a McNair professional, I have to think about these things about, okay, so we're trying to meet our objectives, but I'm also trying to provide holistic, supportive mentoring to my students. And uh, and right now it's it's one of the most challenging moments we've ever experienced. We've been going through the pandemic for over a year our students are, they're burnt out. They may be depressed, some of them. They may be feeling anxious. They um, are dealing with incredibly challenging circumstances, having to work multiple jobs to make ends meet. They, um, they're just going through so much that it's no wonder they're, they're thinking about taking a gap year or even in some cases taking a year off from undergrad, taking a break, taking a leave of absence. And so that's why I think it's important to talk about this because it is a topic that keeps coming up over and over and over again with our students. They're feeling depleted and they're losing motivation and they're wondering, is this even worth it? Like, should I just take time off? And so for me, it's really hard to encourage or discourage a gap year because I think it's it really depends on the particularities of your circumstances. You know what I mean? So one thing that I tell students a lot is, is I say, okay, I can tell you 
you know, the perspective from the perspective of who I was when I was your age and when I was at that point, which, you know, I was a young adult. I was not dealing with a pandemic and I had very particular circumstances. What were my circumstances? As an undergrad, I didn't think a gap year was an option for me because one, um, a lot of the people that I knew that took a gap year could do so because they were able to move back home and because they moved back home they were able to live rent free and because they were able to live rent free they could work part-time and then the rest of the time work towards filling in things on their gap or like filling in a gap on their cv to make them more competitive to apply to graduate school the following year in my situation i knew it was like okay my mom's a single mom there is no room for me to move back home. There's like, literally, I would be moving into a living room if I wanted to move back with her, which if you have to do that, you have to do that. But for me, that didn't seem like a sustainable option. I didn't want to stress myself, stress my mom out more financially than she already was. So I thought to myself, no, there's like, there's no way I'm, I'm moving back home. I'm just not, it's not an option for me. So knowing that I couldn't move back home, that I still had to pay my rent, I still had to pay my other bills, I thought to myself, okay, I'm going to need to find something to sustain me to pay my bills. And grad school, even though grad students don't make a lot of money, that was still way more money than I had ever made. So grad school seemed much more of a feasible option, especially because my undergraduate degree was in English literature. And at the time, I couldn't imagine... Um, getting a decent paying job with that degree. So I, I decided, okay, well, either I'm going to work full time at a coffee shop or I'm going to pursue graduate school and hopefully get a fully funded fellowship and, and that's going to cover my bills. So that was my, those were my circumstances. Very, very different from my students now. So, um, a lot of my students now are back home. They're back home because they have to, because there's no other option, um, because they need to help out. They need to take care of their younger siblings, take care of their parents, help out financially. And so it's, it's very different. Um, I, I, I can't tell someone, oh, you shouldn't take a gap year because they may not have the set of circumstances that I had. But if you are taking a gap year, so one thing to consider is, Think about both sides. So the costs and benefits of taking a gap year versus the costs and benefits of not taking a gap year. And don't just think about the short term, but think about long term. So for instance, some people um, absolutely need to take a gap year because they feel like they didn't get enough experience in undergrad to make them a competitive, competitive applicant for master's or PhD programs. And so they want to take the gap year and be very strategic with it. They want to take certain community college classes to fill in a gap, or they want to take certain um, language courses to learn a language that they need for their, you know, a certain humanities PhD program. But they have a plan of things that they need to do. Maybe they want to um, work as a research assistant full-time or work uh, doing uh, field work or 
the teacher's aide or something related to the field that they want to go into so that they have work experience and that will strengthen their application. So in that case, of course, it makes sense to take a gap year because you know that there's there's not a good chance you'll get into a competitive master's or PhD program now. Sometimes you need to take a gap year because you absolutely need to stay home um, because of family emergencies. Maybe you have someone who is terminally ill and you need to be home to take care of them. That, at the end of the day, I mean, maybe it's my Latina perspective, but at the end of the day, at least for me, I've always put family and loved ones first. And so if you got to stay home to take care of someone, that makes complete sense and nobody nobody should discourage you from doing that. So in some cases, you absolutely have to, or you feel like there's a really, really strong need for you to take a gap year. In other cases, it's less clear. You're wondering, hmm, will it actually help me or will it hurt me? Some folks, they think they need a gap year because of dealing with their insecurities, with imposter syndrome, with all the microaggressions from folks making them feel like they're not good enough. But in actuality, they are very strong applicants and they don't realize how strong of an applicant they are. And they just need that extra push from a femtor to believe in them and to get them to apply. And then they go ahead and get in and go off to graduate school and they're okay. Um, so it's, it's just really figuring it out. Do I absolutely need to take gap year? Will it actually help me? Or could it potentially hurt me if you feel like, hmm... I'm not really sure what I would do with that gap year. I'm not really sure how it would help me. I can't really find research assistantships in my field. There aren't really any community college courses I need to take. There's no certifications that I necessarily am interested in getting. You know, like if you feel like, oh, everything that I need to apply to graduate school, to apply to a master's, to apply to a PhD, I've already kind of gained that experience now, then it doesn't hurt to apply. That's the thing is you can apply to graduate school And if your circumstances change, and if you change your mind, you can always defer your acceptance. And so that's why in our program, we are required to have our students apply to graduate school. It, it, it is a requirement for our seniors to apply to graduate school that fall quarter of their senior year. Whether or not they go is their decision to make, but we require them. That way they have more options. That way, by the time they're graduating, by spring quarter of their senior year, they know, okay, I got in here and here and here, and then I can also apply to this research assistantship, and then I can also take a gap year. And so then, with all of the options out on the table, they can, you know, do a pro-con list and decide maybe the best thing is to go straight into a PhD program, or maybe the best thing is for them to take a, a gap year and to defer an acceptance to a program and then just go ahead and get started the following year. So keep that in mind is you could still apply to graduate school now, see what your options are. And then if you still want to take a gap year, decide that later. So um, those are some things to keep in mind when taking a gap year. And now let's say, you know, for sure, I just... I'm burnt out. I don't think I can sustain this. I don't think it makes sense for me to start graduate school immediately after undergrad. I need to take some time off. Then um, 
then you want to think strategically about, okay, so what are the things that you're going to do? Well, first of all, at the end of the day, do you even really need to go to graduate school to pursue the career you want to pursue? That's one thing I want to make clear, because going to graduate school is a big commitment. And in some cases, it requires you taking on debt. And um, and so, you know, some folks like their dream is to start a nonprofit or to become an entrepreneur. And for a lot of those things, you don't actually necessarily need a graduate or advanced degree for that. Um, But let's say, you know, I really love research and I really want a career in research and you absolutely need to go to graduate school, but you just, you just don't feel like you have it in you to do it right away, then yeah, go ahead and take the gap year, but think, okay, what am I going to do to make sure that I'm a competitive applicant in two years when I do finally apply? Okay, so still take a look at the applications now and, and, and see, okay, I, I need three letters of recommendation. So I need to make sure that I stay in touch with my recommenders and, and I know who those three people are so that when I reach out to them three years from now, they're not going to be completely confused as to who I am and they, they're going to remember, oh yeah, this is a student from three years ago. They told me they were going to apply. They're checking in now. Yes, I'll write them a letter. So think about recommenders. Think about the GRE. Okay, is it required for me? Uh, can I take the GRE now? How long will the GRE scores last? I don't know how long they last now, but last time I checked, it was about five years that they lasted. So if you take it now, okay, by the time I apply, I apply my GRE scores will still be good. Um, think about like, okay, do they ask for a writing sample? If so, do I have a writing sample now? Or is it something I'll have to work on later as I'm working? Um, are there gaps? What are some things I can do part-time? while I work, while I do the things that I need to do to take care of myself and to to be ready for graduate school when I do apply. So think about, you know, classes, like I said earlier, classes, certification programs, software you can learn, um, languages you can learn, just anything that will be a skill that is going to make you stand out when you apply to graduate school, that's great. Or if you can, like I said, secure a part-time or full-time research assistant job, that's great too. Um, but I want you to basically make this decision um, in an informed way. You want to plan it out. You want to be strategic. You don't want to just make a decision when you're feeling overwhelmed and burnt out. Um, I think you need to put a little bit more time and energy into this decision and plan it out. That way you can feel confident in the decision that you make that way. You know, if you are burnt out and let's say you, you're finally able to to figure out a way to take care of yourself while stu- still doing the work that you're doing, while still being a student, while still applying to graduate school, maybe you'll change your mind. Maybe you'll say, hey, actually, I was just really overwhelmed that day. I don't actually want to take a gap year. You know what I mean? Like sometimes I have my moments too where... I get overwhelmed and I feel overextended and I've got too many projects going on. And then I think to myself, do I really want to quit my job? No, actually, I don't. I do very much still enjoy my job. I just feel burnt out. And what does that mean when I feel burnt out? I need to I need to take care of myself. I need to um, schedule fewer meetings. I need to delegate some things. I need to say no to a few things. I need to schedule in time to rest, schedule in self-care, you know what I mean? So, and then once I do those things and I feel a little bit more rested, 
I, I'm reminded actually, yeah, I was, I had a moment where I felt like giving up, but I actually don't want to when I, when I'm, when I am feeling better, um, this is still what I want to do. So think about those things, um, come up with a plan. Uh, if so, think about one pros and cons of taking a gap year, then decide yes or no, I am going to take a gap year after you've thought about the pros and cons. If it's a yes, uh, then come up with a plan for what you're going to do during your gap year, uh, especially if you know for sure that for your career, you do need to pursue an advanced degree and, uh, and then work on that plan. So that way, when the time comes and you are applying, you know exactly what you need to do. You know exactly who to reach out to for letters. You know exactly like uh, that your GRE scores are going to be, you know, valid, you know, you know, um, exactly what writing sample to edit, you know what I mean? So have a plan that way you can feel comfortable and confident in whatever decision you make. I think that's all I have to say about gap years. I hope you found that useful and we'll be in touch next time. Thank you for listening. Thanks so much for joining me in the Grad School Fem Touring Podcast. If you liked what you heard, please rate this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or anywhere you tune in. You can also support the podcast by donating to my Patreon page, Anger page, or Venmo account, which is at Grad School Fem Touring. If you have questions or episode topics, you can contact me by sending me a DM on Instagram sending me an email to gradschoolfemtouring at gmail.com, sending me a voice message on Anchor, or sending me a message via my personal website at eventmartinezvu.com. Until next time.